Hello and welcome back to the Slasher Siblings Podcast. I'm your host Hayden and your co-host Sicily. And this week we are doing the platform. It was made in 2019. It's rated TV mature because I guess that's what the French do instead of the same system as us. It's an hour and 34 minutes. Got a 7 out of 10 on IMDb, which I think is pretty close to the right with like what it deserves. And for the people that don't know what it's about, a vertical prison with one cell per level, two people per cell, only one food platform, and two minutes per day to feed. It's an endless nightmare trapped in the hole. What? In the hole. <laughs> That's what it's called. I know, it's just funny. And for the question from last week... What actress played Tiffany in The Bride of Chucky? Answer, Jennifer Tilly. So hopefully no one Googled that. I feel like that was a easier one than yeah. uh, the past questions we've had. I feel like more people would... Probably get that one. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Hopefully. You never know. We'll see, I guess. I don't know. Uh, do you have anything you want to say before we get started? Um, I've only, I've seen this movie before. I've watched it a second time for this. And it's, it's, I like it, but mm-hmm. it's very, like. Strange. Yeah. Yeah, it's very strange. I agree. But it's not like a, a strange that you're, like, uncomfortable the whole time. It's more of, like. Just what what's, what's going what's on? going on yeah. exactly? Like the whole time we're like, what? There are things uh, we'll get into it at the end, but okay, yeah. You Let's have just jump right in. I did. I do have one thing I noticed that they must have changed the like they're speaking in English, but the subtitles don't match what they're speaking. They're both English, both, but they don't match. Like both would have been translated from yeah. So French. I noticed. Like, literally, there's a part in the movie where I think he says, I think he says fuck, and the subtitle says shit, or vice versa. I was like, ah. Well, it just, for movies, I know that they translate it from a different language for the subtitles, and what the subtitle reads would be different because that's literally what they said in the title. Or the subtitles. But apparently, like, in English, they change what they say because it doesn't sound right to speak oh. it, I guess. Well, it did sound weird when they were talking, but the, the captions made sense. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so they, if you watch this movie, just... I mean, watch it however you can focus. Yeah. I kind of just listened to it. I, I couldn't, like, listen and read to, like, separate... Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I couldn't focus on uh, both. I had to pick either just listening or reading, so I picked listening. It just seems like movies that are translated from, like, um, what's it called? Uh, like uh, Squid Game, where if you read the subtitles, it was completely different from what they were saying. So one is, like, what they're actually trying to say, and what I... I think it's the subtitles are what they actually said, okay. like what it actually translates to, and then 
what the American, like the English voice is saying, would be what sounds better in English. I think it's the opposite for this movie. Probably. Who knows? But, uh, you have anything else? No, that's, that was my main, like, main thing. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, I gotta talk about that. I don't know why I focused on that so much, but I did. Oh, well. So, let's just jump in. Uh, there's a very interesting opening with the food being, like, made. Yeah. With the whole process. Like, that was kind of a different way to open a movie. Yeah. I mean, this movie is very food-centered. Yeah. It plays a very big part in this movie. And it was very, very interesting to see them... Prepare it? Prepare it. Right in the very beginning of the movie. And, like, like, all these people are, like, just normal people going to work... The, like they're working in a restaurant or yeah. something but yeah. the thing is like you didn't know no if you watch this without having any idea what was going on you would just be like oh is this a restaurant movie or what yeah and then it gets that's what i the, thought the first time the first time i watched it i was like huh i wonder what this has to do with the movie and then i was like oh but it obviously shows right away that there's a, a level of care put into the food yeah Probably because they know that this is the only food that the people in the prison are, are going to eat, yeah. I guess. And for some of them, well, I guess the whole point of the movie is that they don't know that people at the bottom don't get fed. I guess that's exactly. the whole point. Because so. they're supposed to do things a certain way, and yeah. they don't do it. Right. And they don't know that, so that theory was out the window, but... Uh, I thought it was interesting the way he said there are three types of people. The ones on the top, the ones on the bottom, and the ones who fall. Kind of gives you a sense of what the movie's going to be about. Because they're, obviously the people at the top would be viewed as like the rich and the greedier people. Who eat all the food. And then the people at the bottom don't get anything. And they're just left to starve and stuff. And then... There's the people that take, you know, the easy way out and just can't handle it or whatever. I thought that was very interesting because basically describes the whole movie without, like, blatantly telling you. Exactly. And then it opens on the main character. And I, th- I liked that he was kind of confused as we are. Yeah, so we figured it out with him. Yeah. I like that too. He was like, he jumped into this pretty much at the same moment that we did. It wasn't like we got a little backstory first. The backstory came throughout the movie. Yeah. I just thought that was cool. And then there's a scene where he's explaining how the hole works. He's like, oh, 43, that's, or 40, whatever. 48. That's 48. That's a good level. Um, talking about how like people above like a certain level get all the food and talking about how if you get down lower he was like level 230 or something and he didn't get anything for an entire month and they die right who people without eating for a month you die correct i mean i mean i would die personally probably but your body would start eating the fat 
So you don't think people do people die after a month of not eating? They can. They full well can. But could they survive it also? They could if they were fat, fat. enough. So enough. like the the roommate the cellmate that the main character had yeah. he probably could have survived a month maybe two months because of he was a bigger guy okay but he we find out that he obviously didn't yeah. but uh yeah so you could go a month without eating it's just a matter of can you i don't think i could i don't think i could either nope. I get Duncan every day. Yeah. You think I can survive a month without eating? <laughs> Smoking crack. And it was kind of cool to see how he was learning how the hole works at the same time that we were. Because we were both kind of getting the exact same information at the exact same time. Yeah. Because he woke up completely confused. And we kind of started the movie a little confused. We woke up completely confused. Exactly. Too sounds like every day yeah i was gonna say that's me and then uh i want to talk about him trying to keep the apple yeah it seems like a weird i mean i get it it's like a prison and some of them are there voluntarily but i get it's a prison and uh when the platform goes that's your only time to eat or whatever but it kind of seems weird that they are being punished for keeping like a snack i mean yeah you only get those two minutes a day that's it to eat uh-huh but it just seemed weird that they were trying to freeze or cook them alive just for keeping the apple keeping an apple yeah but it also showed like the stakes that they had too yeah like they were being forced to do it this way or no way at all and it kind of stopped them from like hoarding food if you know what i mean like, oh yeah they couldn't like they hoard could food and stuff yeah if like, that wasn't a thing right yeah that would defeat the whole purpose yeah just hoarding the food and yeah. like you could give it to other people or something i don't yeah. know anyway and then there's the scene where they're both explaining why they're there and he's like, oh, well, you know, I came here voluntarily because uh, I wanted a diploma degree. or whatever. A diploma or something, whatever. And he's like, you wanted a degree and you came here because you wanted to? And he was like completely weirded out that he said he was there of his own free will, that he didn't get put there. Which, I get it, in this, like, with hindsight, it was probably weird that he went, but he got promised a, a degree, and he wanted to take the six months to quit smoking. Yeah, which, not a bad idea, <laughs> Which, guess. yeah, it's not a bad idea. You can, like, break any habit doing that, I think. Pretty much. No, well, I guess there was wine. I was gonna say you could kick your alcohol addiction, which... You, you could. You could. If you like, if you're in there, you're obviously like not able to drink or the whole time, or you're that dedicated to stopping whatever addiction you have. If there's right. a bottle of wine, just don't touch it. You're already in this situation. Don't touch it. It's not gonna make it any better. And then he was talking about he wanted the knife. 
Yeah. And uh, he said he bought he bought a sharpener that sharpens any blade from dull to super sharp or whatever. Yeah. And then talking about how the next day after he buys the sharpener, they're talking about a knife that never needs to be sharpened. Yeah. And he was so pissed that he threw his TV out of the window and killed somebody, an illegal immigrant on a bicycle underneath his window because the TV landed on him. That's insane. Like, I get it. That's annoying. You know, you just bought this sharpener for all your knives and then all the next day it was like, oh, this knife will never need to be sharpened I mean, ever again. just return it and spend exactly. your money on the knife. Exactly. But it was also kind of funny that his one object was, was the, knife. the knife. Yeah. It was like, so the re- you brought the reason that you're in here. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. And then there's the woman on the platform that I want to talk about looking for her son. Yes. So people think she's crazy because there's not supposed to be any children in it under 16. Which, okay, I get why they're skeptical about it, but like, for what, why do you think that she wants to ride the thing the whole way down? And nearly get taken. Remember how they said that uh-huh. they would only keep her for a few days and stuff? Yeah. Like, why would she put herself through that for no reason? If she or was if just... there wasn't a kid. Yeah, that's what yeah, I mean. Yeah, that's stupid. So, you're sitting there thinking she's crazy and delusional, some of these people. She's putting herself through yeah. this every day looking for her child. Like, I don't... It's gotta be somewhere. It's gotta be there. There's no way that she was just doing that for no reason. Yeah. I mean, sure, maybe she was delusional or schizo or something, but, like, even that she would have thought that, I don't know, it just seemed weird that everyone was just, like, so against her, except for the roommate, I guess, but... And, uh, the passage of time I thought was pretty cool. Uh Uh-huh. And it shows, like, what they do every day, and they're, like, kind of getting along. Yeah, they're starting to become friends. Turns out bad later, but it was kind of cool to see that because you got a glimpse of what they did every day. Yeah. The reading the book and, like, kind of doing exercise yeah. and washing his clothes in the sink. And yeah. It also kind of gives you an answer to the question, like, how often do they change clothes? They don't. They just you know wash it in the sink or whatever because i was wondering that i was like do they change them every month or is this like the same outfit for the whole time well, and then it shows you that he washes it in the sink so i guess they had water the whole time yeah so they could just drink a lot of water and survive off that yeah you can only survive three days with no water or no liquid at all yeah i was gonna say because you don't drink water ever do you every day at work Never mind. <laughs> Maybe you just you just look like that then. What? <laughs> you look like you don't drink water. Why? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I drink a forty ounce thing of water every day. I'm JKLOL. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Yeah, you can survive <laughs> three days without water three weeks without food 
It's okay. Three hours in harsh environment without shelter. Okay. I guess. Is it by threes? Yes. Is it, it's is the rule the, of three. Okay. It's three minutes without air. Something like that. And then three hours in a harsh environment without shelter. So like thunderstorm without. Yeah, right in the middle you of the would woods. like free get hypothermia and stuff within okay. three hours or something. And then it's three days without water, three weeks without food, and then there was Don't one quote more. him, people. I remember this from uh, The Walking Dead, the Talking Dead show after. Uh -huh. They they mentioned that as like a survival thing on the show. It was like a survival expert or something, and he said it's the rule of threes. Oh, okay. I know it's the rule of threes. I know it's three days without water and three weeks without food. I can't remember the air and the shelter one or anything like that. Sounds but... about right. Air is like three three minutes. Yeah, it's like it takes like three minutes for the oxygen to cut off the, all uh, brain activity. Let the right one in, and they're drowning him. Yeah, and they're like, dude, he can't go longer than a couple minutes. Yeah. Or yeah, two minutes or something. And then, immediately after they're getting along, then he ties them up. Yeah. I was like, what the what hell? What was that? Wh wh why was this necessary? Thought we had something going there. And I get it, you know, he was hungry, but like, he was bigger. Yeah. He would have been fine. The main character would have been the one that would have been kind of borderline. Getting, getting starving there. Yeah. He would have been fine. He just, I think he just liked eating people at that point. Because he was like too. He was too eager. Too eager to do it. To exactly. Do it. Like, I was like, oh, okay. And it seemed like he waited like a week. And was just like, all right, let's do this. It wasn't even like a last resort. It was like, oh, I'll just start now and then yeah. not be hungry. He was going to, like, strip his leg. Yeah. Care for the wound. Give him a bite. I was like, that's disgusting. Eating yourself? That's weird. No, thank you. I'm good. I'm sure I taste great, but no thanks. <laughs> and then there's the woman comes down again and saves him. It does seem strange that she saved him, of all people. But also there was a scene earlier where he was like trying to figure out if she was okay. Yeah. So that kind of makes sense in a way, but, like, she didn't know him, really. Uh-uh. He could have been one that, as soon as, well, other than the fact that he was missing a piece of his leg, he could have been a person that, next time she came down the platform, he would have kept her for a few days. So, all in all, he, she could have saved her own demise, but, obviously, he wasn't like that, but... Yeah. It was just... It was nice and kind of strange that she just trusted him immediately, especially after all the <laughs> all the trauma that she's been through so I far. I think she could tell he probably was a decent person. But then she starts eating the older guy, the cellmate. It seems like this is a common thing. In the pit, I'm the gonna hole. stop you right there, real quick. Yeah. I have no idea what I just said. What was the last thing I just said? I don't remember. Me either. I forgot as soon as it came out of my mouth. <laughs> okay, go ahead. 
Not enough coffee today. She was eating the flesh of the cellmate after he was killed. And it seems like it's a common thing to do in the pit. Just eat, eat each other. Eat the dead bodies of people. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? I mean, I don't understand why you'd want to kill your cellmate, because that means you would just get a new cellmate, right? Yeah. And they could possibly overpower you. Yeah. So I would want to keep one person, gain their trust. And just ride it out. And ride it person. out, exactly. Yup, yep, I'm feeling th- ya. There could be a dude who's an actual cannibal and might be stronger than me after I just killed my cellmate. You, that I've... Then you, doubtful, yeah. but okay. I'm just saying, like, in that situation, if I was Goring or whatever his yeah. name was. Great. I just referred to him as Greg. That's fine. Uh, if, if I was the old man and I had Goring or Greg and <laughs> I killed him there could be that dude that was later in the movie the big guy the big guy the ball yeah what if that I would be so nice to that guy I'd be like hi sir exactly but what would if you he like became be your son the... what's your what's your um, zodiac sign <laughs> what's your favorite color what if the Can old I man? Sing you a song? What if the old man got him as a cellmate after killing him? You're out of Good luck. Riddance. Well, yeah, but what if you were on level three hundred? Next. You're fucked. Exactly. You can't kill that guy. Good luck trying. Yeah, I agree. So it just seems stupid that he was so eager to carve up and basically kill oh, Greg. Yeah. And then. I thought there was an interesting scene where we get a look at the people again and they find the hair in the food uh-huh. and he's like comparing it to the heads and stuff and people's heads and stuff. I thought it was interesting because it showed more that they cared about what the food looked like yeah. and like tasted Which, and why stuff. Why were they so tedious with the food? That also kind of makes it kind of proves the point a little more that they don't know what's going on below because people spit and piss and shit on there the food. There was a lot of poop in this movie. There was. Too much poop. But they do, like, they kill people over the food, so there's blood all over the yeah. food. Like, they don't understand what actually... One little hair is not going to stop these guys from oh, eating no. it. Oh, no. Absolutely But not. they don't know that. Which is the whole point of yeah. the movie, I guess. Then... There's the mo- the first moment that he starts seeing the cellmate, the illusion. Yes. Uh, I I forget the old man's name, but he starts seeing him everywhere, and he's calling him his little snail and stuff like his that. His little and... snail. <laughs> Wasn't that so funny? Yeah, it was I funny. I love that. And then we find out later that G- Greg's favorite <laughs> food is escargot which are snails and yeah. it's kind of like a coincidence that he's like oh you're my little snail my little snail and they call it escargot and it obviously confirms that the old dude was in his mind at that point yeah that he was a illusion yes cause he's That's talking about escargot he's never talked about escargot up until this point in the movie and then we find out the information that it was his favorite food that he picked. Yep. So, like, who picked an apple? I, I mean, I guess they didn't know it was going to be their one meal. I feel like my favorite food, a very, very large 
and hefty hearty chicken salad from Texas Roadhouse with 10 rolls on the side and a big slab of cinnamon butter. It didn't say meal, it said food. So you have to pick That's one all one of thing. Those. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, no, it was, um, there was food already. Speaking of, I have Texas Roadhouse rolls here. Yes. You've had them here for like two months. Okay, keep going. There were food already prepared on the thing. It was just they kept adding to the menu of people's favorite food. I know, but the point was you're supposed to take just your meal. Yeah, you're supposed to take your favorite thing. So who picked the apple? I think that was one of the ones that was automatically put on there. Oh. Because, I mean, when they started out, there had to be something... You know what I mean? When they first built the place... They had to just, like, throw food on there. If that makes any sense. Uh, no. Because, I mean, they they couldn't... Well, if they had people, then they just go with what the people pick. Right, but if there's, like, two people there, and they both said, Oh, I like, my favorite food is salad. My favorite food is steak. Well... So they put more than just, just those two things? Yeah, I think okay. so. I'm, I'm picking it up now. And then... He met the woman and the dog. So, what well, I think the woman and the dog was the very next cellmate, right? There wasn't one in between the old man and the woman. I think she was the next yeah, one, Yeah, I think correct? she was the next one. You can, I mean, well, first, this is, this is you, in a nutshell. Uh, no, if you I were... wouldn't be a bitch enough to bring my dog okay <laughs> i had a very strong feeling about this but i understand would. <laughs> if anybody would it would be me yes exactly. but at the same time i am not putting my dogs through that if was she in there voluntarily or yes okay if i'm in there voluntarily all right and i know how long i'm gonna be in there i am gonna make sure that these kids are taken care of well, your pristine best pristine for however long I'm gone. I'm gonna be like, here's their schedule, here's their food, here's the toys, here's the bark box, here's this. This is what they're getting. Uh, Never would I. Bring... Your best bet would be bringing an Echo. If I had to pick one, sorry, Buns, but I'm picking Echo because he's big scary. He's big scary. <laughs> big scary, big boy. At least with but... Echo, he can protect you. Exactly, but I'm still not fucking doing that. No fucking way. <laughs> I would bring. That's a good question. What would you bring? I haven't thought about it. Think about it, and at the end I of the episode, I wouldn't be in there episode, voluntarily. Okay. That's for damn sure. I think I would bring. I would bring. <laughs> um. I don't even know. Okay, my well, you my can journal, think about it. <laughs> my, my sketchbook, sketchbook with my markers. <laughs> That's what I would actually bring. And then. It was kind of a weird meeting because, I mean, he was having that dream of the woman and it ended up being the dog. They were, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny, but it was kind I of weird really that she was just like, dog. yeah, but she was just like, yeah, uh, you're dumb for coming in here or whatever. Yeah. It was like, okay, you you're did too. Here. You're here too. So. And you brought your dog. Dumbass. <laughs> yeah. And you brought your dog. Should have left it with someone for a month and. But I also like the little pieces of information on the admittance. It was like giving you little glimpses of like, oh, 
what's your favorite food and why are you here what's your one object and stuff like that it was just given little pieces throughout the movie of oh like, yeah i kept going back to that little interview yeah i, I like that i thought it was very interesting to kind of yeah, give cool. us more information then he there's this i like the scene where he's repaying the woman where uh she was like beaten to hell and coming down on the platform and he pulls her off and I thought it was really nice of him to repay her for helping him. But I also feel bad because I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit. Uh, the dog stole food off the platform. Yeah. It started freezing that cell. Uh-huh. I was like, that's also what, that's also your fault. You brought the dog. You brought the dog and it's a dog. And you it, I'm pretty sure it grabbed a bone. Yeah, you weren't looking, so control your dog exactly i mean don't blame I get, the dog blame the owner people that's my motto i get that i feel very you know, strongly they, about this point in the movie i get that they were distracted helping the woman but like watch the wiener <laughs> yeah what did you really expect bringing the dog in here don't bring the dog and then and then she had to split her meals with the dog yeah that like i, I honestly yeah i get that but don't bring the dog. I mean, it was just dumb for her to bring it at all. Yeah. Regardless of exactly. the situation. And then she kills the dog. That woman. Like, I didn't understand why. Because they were I on don't a, know why. They were on a decent level where they were getting food and yeah. stuff, you know? But, like, I just... That seemed like kind of a weird thing to do for her. But it also kind of tried to make us see that she was crazy in a way yeah obviously you in order to kill a dog you have to be a little bit crazy a, a lot of bit crazy but it was just trying to make her seem like she was insane especially your own dog right. i'd kill myself before killing my own dogs that's just fact and yeah then... echo i said that and then there's a scene where she hangs herself for being on 202 she saw, you know, she didn't have her dog anymore. And then she saw that she, they were on 202. They weren't going to eat. For and a long she, time. For a long time. So she was like, yep, I'm Boink. out. And See they, ya. And then there was that delusion, too. Like, she had a good point. Like, she did hang herself, you know, yeah. when it would have been easier to throw herself into the hole. But you would have been falling that whole time. So you would have kind of, like, seen it coming, I guess. Yeah, that that wouldn't have been as, like, peaceful. I guess, but it still takes just as long to hang yourself, I suppose. I wouldn't know. But there's also the fact that she may have actually hung herself so she could at least be a meal. You know what I mean? Oh, shit. Yeah. Because that's what the delusion says, and I, yeah. I guess that kind of makes sense take one for the team right attitude and then there's the next day after she kills herself and he gets the rope guy yeah i thought he was really funny in the movie oh yeah he, he was, was like he's like i'm on fire and stuff yeah and, but he throws the rope up and he starts climbing asking for help and she just shits on his face that was disgusting that was, what the hell is wrong with you that was so disgusting <laughs> and yeah they were on level six it kind of shows 
like the central theme, I guess you could say, of where the whole point of the movie is that the people on top shit on the people on the bottom. Yeah. Which in that moment is taken literally. <laughs> it's so gross. It was just how like she just whipped her ass out. That was disgusting. <laughs> that was premeditated. It was. <laughs> it disgusting. I I did not like watching that no. scene. No. But after that happens and he starts freaking out, wipes his face, washes his face and stuff. He starts thinking. Greg starts thinking. We need to get the fuck out of here. And yeah. the thing is, he only had one month left. Oh, at that point, really? Yeah. Interesting. When he started the whole plan to go down. So this was like taken out of like the kindness of his heart. Yeah. He could have got out of there. Literally, he was on level six for his final month. That's that's a that's pretty good level good to level. end up on. Yeah. To have your last month in. So for him to just say, oh, let's just do this for the welfare of other people. That's nice of him. And like the other central theme was the, what was it? The random burst of solidarity or whatever she called it. Yeah, something like that. And it was just like basically a random act of kindness would be pretty much the reason this prison changes. Yeah, so basically him. Basically him, because he was out in literally like 20 days. He had 20 days left in this prison, and then he was just like, all right, I'm going to risk my life to get down to the bottom and send them a message that something's fucked up. Yep. So, yeah, that was kind of a, you know, good thing for him to do. I wonder where he went after that. Yeah, well, well I think he's dead. I think he died from his injuries and stuff. Oh, We'll we'll get to the the very ending in a minute. And then there was the planning to ride the platform where they're like, oh, we can make weapons out of this, and you know, this is the plan. We're gonna ride each level in the first fifty. We're not gonna give anybody yeah. food. And I thought it was very nice to see them like getting along and being on the same page and shit. I thought that that was a very cool moment for the two. He's finally trusting a trustworthy cellmate. Yeah. And I like the the discussion of the peaceful protest. He's like, we're peacefully protesting that you don't take any food so we can send them a message at the top and that so the people at the bottom get a little bit of food. I thought that whole explanation of what they were doing was very cool to see. Because of that guy. Right. Yes. And then there was the fight to the bottom. It's, I couldn't imagine being in the moment, but for us watching the movie, it seemed like such a long fight for the bottom. Oh, yeah. And I couldn't imagine going from level 6 to level thir 333. Imagine how tired they must have been. Beat. They looked beat when they got down there. Oh, yeah. I mean, he had his gut sliced open, too, but like... It was just, it's just insane to think, like, how many levels that they actually went through. And at this point, yeah, he gets, um, the cellmate gets his guts sliced open, the trustworthy cellmate. And I feel really bad, because I liked him as a character. He seemed, he was kind of funny, and he seemed like a, like I said before, a trustworthy dude. Yeah, I thought so too. I liked him, and I feel bad that he got sliced open. 
But I want to talk about them finding the kid. I thought that that was a nice way to like end the movie or well not movie but like end the fight the protest yeah. was like okay so this kid is actually real there's a child and i mean he found the woman dead they, she got the shit beat out of her by those two dudes that ended up beating the shit out of them he did find the woman the mom which i felt bad for but i thought it was really nice to see like what they were actually fighting for actually happen you know yeah and it also proves that literally there's something wrong going on oh yeah like there's obviously something they don't know that's happening and then there's that whole the girls the message scene it was kind of like a prophet moment like he was seeing like it was almost like god was talking to him in a way it was just like the girl was the message not the food you need to send the girl up, the girl up yeah. and like hey something's going on down there because i just found a kid that there's not supposed to be kids or whatever yeah i wonder how that kid got in there well i think the woman got put in there and was pregnant had the kid and she's been in there for like the whole life wow yeah it's crazy it doesn't explain it but it kind of makes you think and then they finally reach the bottom. I'm talking bottom, bottom. Bottom, bottom. And this is the part was, that I was talking about that makes me think he's dead. Because he just walks off with his delusion. And, like, he was pretty banged up. Oh, yeah. For the last, You're like, hundred floor. Yeah, so he's just upright and walking. He's just walking fine away. It kind of makes me think that he died. Yeah. Trying to get the message through. Which. Good for him. Good for him. He gave up his life to make the. The prison better. Yeah. And he had like 20 days left. So that makes his sacrifice even. Even better. Because he didn't have long. He could have just left and, and forgot about the place. If uh -huh. he wanted to. And then. I have written the message reads the top question mark. Because it doesn't the tell what? Reach re the top reaches the mark. top question mark. Because gotcha. it doesn't tell you exactly what happens yeah. afterwards. I would love to see the reaction. I know, but it just kind of fades the black there, of the little girl's face going up in the platform, and it doesn't full out tell you like, hey, they made it, blah blah blah. So it kind of, in a way, makes you think of all the different possibilities that could have happened. Yeah, you know. You have anything you want to talk about? Uh uh. It's a good watch. It definitely is. Definitely makes you think and definitely makes you uh, grateful for the food you eat every day. Yeah, pretty uh. much. So I have some fear facts here. Okay. The first one is that they say obviously 26 times in oh, the movie. Oh my god, I could not. I was like, shut up! Yeah. Quit saying it! <laughs> and he, was, he kept saying, don't use my word. Like yeah, that's, that's a pretty common word that people use. Yeah, I don't think it's that's specifically pretty yours. common in the vocab. <laughs> but it was just funny that he kept saying that's my word. But yeah, they they said it twenty six. Both of them, old oh, man and Gordon, total. total said it twenty six times. Damn. The prison symbolizes the circles of hell. Nice. Meaning that, you know, 
there's there's a theory that since there were 333 floors and two people per floor there's 666 people in the prison that's not true my one of these other two of these other facts disprove that but debunk debunk it but it's the fact that uh the people at the top were the first three circles of hell three levels of hell were reserved for like the greedy and the the hoarders and stuff okay like the people that hoarders hoarders and it's like reserved for people who take just so other people can't have it so that's kind of the theme about this prison the people at the top take more than what they actually need and that's why the people at the bottom don't get anything so it kind of symbolizes the circles of hell in a way gotcha uh, for the next one, the, do you remember the scene where there was the two naked dudes in the little pole? Yeah. They were like you know taking what that a, made me think of? Huh. Two dudes. Chilling in a hot, hot tub, tub five feet apart because they're, they're not gay. gay. Okay. Um, the two naked dudes in the pole were the script writers for the movie. Oh, nice. Yeah. So they were like, yeah, we're going to sit naked together in a pool. <laughs> I think they asked them to do it, but it was just kind of funny that... Two. Who brought the pool? <laughs> yeah. Which one of those dudes brought a little kitty pool? And who in? was the one who was like, you know what? We should sit in here together. Yeah. Naked. I mean, they were probably cellmates that like lasted through this whole thing, so they were probably just really tight bros. Yeah, exactly. Got it. And like I said already, there's a theory of three hundred and thirty three floors of six hundred and sixty six people. But my next two no, I add, I put them together. The, there, there's technically 335 levels. If you're counting okay. level zero and the bar, bottom dark level as levels. If you count those two, there's 335 levels. Okay. And even if you don't count those, the girl, the child, was alone. So there oh, wasn't. Yeah. There was 665 people in the prison. And there's 335 levels if you count zero yeah. in the dark room so that doesn't really pan out but level 333 signifies answered prayers and like the number 333 apparently signifies answered prayers and like the religious aspect of it but that's also the level that the child was on the message the number 333 in religion that signifies answered prayers and messages, I guess. And they put it the child on level 333. Gotcha. So, for my final one, which is actually pretty interesting, was that each floor, from floor to ceiling, was 20 feet, which makes the entire prison 6,740 feet deep. Wow. That's a big fucking prison. That's insane. And that's not including, we don't know like how, how far the, the people are up. Yeah. But I mean, like, they're, they're 6,000 feet up. But, like, we don't know. Maybe there's, like, a couple stories to the kitchen. Or maybe the kitchen is yeah. just one floor. Or... What's underground and what's not. Yeah. So, th it could be higher than that. But it's still pretty interesting to know yeah. it was 6,000 feet high. 
Damn. Tall, whatever. Um, but I gave this a 7.5 out of 10. And my reason is that it's a very interesting movie, but it seems like there were some things that were left unanswered. Yeah. They didn't really explain to you what it was, so that's kind of my reasoning for giving it a 7.5, but I think this was a pretty good movie. I think so, it was, too. I feel like it was appropriately rated. Yeah. Or at least close. I, I would give it like a 7, 7.5, because... Yeah. I mean, the movie's not perfect. It's not perfect, but it's but pretty it good. A pretty good watch. It's a good watch. I was it. It really shook me to the core the first time I watched it. I was oh, like, yeah. what the hell did I just watch? Especially probably the dog scene too. Yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, who does that? <laughs> no, I I think everyone should watch this movie. It is technically in French. But there's an English dub to it, so yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. It was a pretty, it was pretty good sounding. It would, it didn't sound off or anything. Similar to Squid Game, their yeah, their dub version of yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. So, our next movie is gonna be Tusk, uh, which I'm not looking forward to. So I'm not either. What's it on again? I think HBO Max. I don't remember. Right. I'm not really looking forward to this one because um, I absolutely hate this one. I think everybody should watch it because we have to again. And Tusk? I think you need to watch Tusk at least once, everybody. I guess, it's yeah. It's fucking horrible, but watch it. It's You're better. No, no, no. It's not better than. Sorry, what am I saying? Rubber is like a fucking featured film compared to Tusk. Yeah. But I, I like Rubber. You're going to hear us talk about it. You kind of just have to see it with your own yeah. eyes. So if you're not gonna watch it, just Google pictures so yeah, you know and then what you'll we're kind talking of understand. about. Um, awful movie. Justin Long, what were you thinking? Exactly. But yeah, we'll get into that next week. Not um, really looking forward to that one. Platform. The platform is on Netflix. Yes. So check it it's out. It's been on Netflix ever since it came out. So you can check just... it out, y'all. Yeah, exactly. So if that's all you have, that's all I got too. So uh, question next week. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. What Clive Barker movie focuses on monsters who inhabit the underground city of Midian? So don't Google that one either. I don't think I've any... never heard of that. Have yeah, you? me either. No, but. We'll catch you next week with Tusk, and don't forget to answer the question. But also watch this movie. It's, yeah, watch it. It Check was it pretty good. Check it out. It's worth the watch. Definitely worth the watch. One that you, everyone should see at least once. I mean, almost every movie is a movie that you yeah, should see once. Yeah, but I think like, we say that about every movie. There's, there's certain movies that you shouldn't go. If you're a horror fan, you shouldn't go without seeing this is one of them. Yeah, I agree. So you have anything else? That's all I got. That's all I got. So we'll catch you next week with Tusk, unfortunately. Yep. Catch you later.